Hey, how are you going? I am Felicity Harley. Thanks for listening to Healthy-ish, your podcast from body and soul. Now, you might think dementia is an old person's disease. Well, guess what? How you live now can affect your chances of getting it or not. Dr. Ginny Mansberg is well, a highly respected doctor, author, and regular on Channel 7's Sunrise. She has a new book out called Save Your Brain, and today she shares her tips on how to prevent dementia, whatever your age. Now, as you know, we keep our healthish episodes quite short, so if you want to hear my full chat with Dr. Ginny, where she talks about diet and booze and the impact of this on your brain health, just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your pods. Ginny, welcome back to Healthish with a new book. I'm so excited to talk about this one. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, dementia, it's not something we really think about in our 20s, 30s, 40s, but perhaps something we should be aware of. Can you just tell us what is dementia exactly? What actually goes on in our brain? Well, I guess I'm like an aged brain and it happens really gradually. In fact, we think that before you get diagnosed with dementia, the signs are there like 20 years before. And if we, you know, heaven forbid you died in a car accident, we opened up your brain, you would see the signs that dementia is happening like a good 20 years before it happens. So it's a whole range of things that's happening to the brain. I think we tend to put it all in one bucket, but in fact, it's a number of different conditions and no two people with dementia look exactly the same. Some people get uber paranoid and think everybody's stealing from them. Some people just forget everything. Some people forget how to do stuff that was like super easy before, like how do I go and get milk when I've run out of milk yeah. and there's no milk in my fridge? What do I do with that? So it is a little bit different for everyone, but you can just think about it as a super old brain. And we now know that like lots of different processes go into the end product of dementia. And it's not all dementia is Alzheimer's disease, although obviously it's there quite a lot. What is interesting though, is it's the number one killer of women in Australia. So I think if you did like a random poll on the street, don't you think like most women think they're going to die of breast cancer? Yeah. It's this thing that everybody fears. Absolutely. Prognosis of breast cancer is super great. Um, yes, it does affect one in eight women in Australia, but the prognosis is great. Mm. Prognosis of dementia is pretty terrible. Like once you get diagnosed it, with it, pretty much you're going to die of it because it's a, it's a lethal disease. Um, it's going to get relentlessly worse month on month, year on year. It's exactly the sort of thing where if we're talking preventative health, which I know if this is your kind of big passion, yeah. this is – this is kind of the thing you really want to prevent. Because if you have a heart attack, we've got medication for you. We even have like innovations that come in that move your your heart for you. You rot your teeth out, okay, not great choices around the candy, but like we can give you false teeth. We can fix your dud hips. We can replace them. We have zero for your brain. It, your, your biggest tool, your only tool in the arsenal is actually prevention And what I hadn't realised is prevention is what you do in midlife. You know, by the time you hit your 70s, I'm not going to say it's game over and there's absolutely nothing you can do, but your returns on the investment of trying to turn your life around, pretty pretty small, Mm. whereas what you do in your 40s, in your 50s, that's huge, huge dividends. So that's why I wanted to write this book was just to raise people's awareness that yeah, you might not want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. But after the Royal Aged Care Commission, I don't want to be in one of those homes and I'm going to do everything I can to save my brain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, having had a grandmother who went through it, I know how heartbreaking it can be, not just for 
for her or for the person who's suffering it, but for everyone else around them. What are some key things we can do in this, you know, whether it even be in our 20s and 30s and midlife stage, what can we do now to help ward off dementia later? So actually this does go all the way into your 20s. So if you are in your 20s and you test to listen to really loud music and you you get an Apple report that says that your pods are a little bit too high. Oh, you can get um, that? I didn't know that. Obviously, yeah, I, obviously I don't health- listen to music very loud. But-, <laughs> <laughs> but in the health app where it tracks your steps, you can also, it gives you a report oh, on how loud you're listening to stuff. But, you know, deafness is a massive contributor to dementia and it's one of the most preventable things that you can do, like looking after your ears. Um, even though it's not what you want to do in your 20s, it's a super great thing to be doing in your 20s. Also your mental health. I think I had never really deconstructed that link between mental health and brain health. And I think a lot of people, despite us making strides in this space and we don't think that, well, most people don't think anymore that mental health is just not coping with, you know, the crap that life yeah. throws at you because you're not, I'm not a coper. It's actually a brain disease. But it's a brain-shrinking disease. And if you have a look at people with depression, the parts of their brains that code for memory get smaller. Oh, wow. They get smaller and leave it long enough, as in don't treat it, and they get some permanent shrinkage in them. And so you get lots of people with depression just telling me that they can't think straight or they can't remember stuff. It's true because your brain is shrinking and it's not as capable of um, processing stuff. If you don't address it, if you hide it under a rug and try and pretend it's not there or say, no, I don't want, you know, somebody says, why don't you take an antidepressant? I agree they're overprescribed. But if you need them and you're not having them, then you need to understand the consequences that that could have for your brain and the good mental health fitness and the good mental health habits that you establish in your 20s can protect you from poor mental health in your 30s and 40s and 50s when it's really like for women, the biggest risk of a mental health issue is between 45 and 55. Highest risk time for depression, highest risk time for anxiety, highest risk time for suicide. It's the habits, the healthy mental health habits that you establish in your 20s and 30s that will save your brain in the 40s and 50s that will save you from dementia later on. What about, like me, if you've had a grandparent who's had dementia, What talk us through this: the gene versus lifestyle influence. So the genes that have been studied, and there are literally hundreds of them, mainly linked to Alzheimer's disease, which we think is happening in about 65% of people with dementia. Not 100, it's about 65%. But what we know is if you have Alzheimer's disease plus another form of dementia, and the most common one is what we call vascular dementia because it's a disease of blood vessels and the same disease that causes coronary artery disease, in other words, disease of your heart, disease in your brain that gives you a stroke, the same process can attack the small vessels of your brain. If you get that that plus Alzheimer's, it's like one plus one equals 15. Like it turbocharges the symptoms and it brings them on earlier. So now to go back to the to the genes that we have studied and looked at for dementia, and there are so many, the one that we've studied the most is the APOE little e, little little e4 so apoe e4 um which is a super interesting gene apoe is a very interesting gene some people with like apoe little e2 have less dementia but apoe little e4 have more dementia there are two genes for it if you have one gene it increases your risk a bit 
if you have two genes, it dramatically increases your genes. And you can get a gene test for that. And that's exactly what Chris Hemsworth did. And he came out and talked about having this APOE4 gene. We don't offer that routinely in Australia because it's like, so what? What do you do about that? We have no treatment for it. We can't change your gene. It's just going to be incredibly distressing. You're going to live with that knowledge from your 20s. And if we knew that there was some supplement you could take or there was some specific APOE4 diet you could do or some other treatment that we could give you, then, of course, it would be worth knowing about. But we don't know that it's worthwhile. And unless we have robust evidence that it helps you to know it, we don't offer that test. It is, however, used in studies because in studies we look at let's say, a diet for, for um, dementia and we'll stratify people into those who do have the gene and those right, who don't have yeah. the gene. 24% of us have this gene, by the way. We just don't, 24% of us don't have two of Both. the genes. Yeah. But it, it's it's pretty common. Like I, I would, if you're not sure, if anyone in your family's had dementia, I'd probably assume that you do. And it just makes everything in Save Your Brain more important, but it doesn't mean that people who don't have the gene or don't know they have the gene should be doing anything different. Uh, exactly. Ginny, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you. Dr Ginny Mansberg's book is called Save Your Brain and it is out now. If you want more from us, well, you know where to go. Bodyandsoul.com.au, we are on social media or you can check out our refreshed Body and Soul print edition in your local Sunday paper. You can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.